Hello. What else? Oh yes. Hello and welcome to the fourth Big Finish podcast of March 2012. Mike. Hello? Yes? I've been in this cupboard for a week. Oh, we better let him out. Hold on. Hello. Oh, that's better. I was running out of air. <sighs> Sorry about that. As you'll remember from uh, last week's podcast, we we put Paul in a small cupboard. Sorry about that. It's a bit vindictive, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, here's the music. <laughs> <laughs> You missed that last week, didn't you? Yeah, I did, really <laughs> did, when we were doing our Jago and Light, bo- for light Boot, Light Food <laughs> special, as the... Jago and Light Boot. As, as the audio file, the download file has been named by Paul Wilson. Light Food, well done. <laughs> um, anyway, never mind, we knew what it was. We didn't have to have the right name on it, did we? No, no one's interested in light food anyway. You want unhealthy food. <laughs> Heavy food. <laughs> um, hello, I'm Nick Briggs, and you are... I'm Paul Sprague. Of course you are. And this is a Paul Sprague special podcast. <laughs> I don't think it is, is it? Because of the absence of Paul Sprague last time, we're going to have quite a lot of Paul today. So over to you, Paul. What, what, what we do don't you want, have is any you David Richardson. No, I wasn't even going to mention that. Would you like a banana? No, I hate bananas. Oh, really? <laughs> I like bananas. Well, I, see, I, I feel it's very important to... Uh, it's not as good as a crisp, is it? Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> be a good sound effect, that, wouldn't it? I think mm. it's very important mm. to uh, to explain where where people are. You see, if they're not here, because because mm. people people get upset and yeah. think, think we've maybe had some kind of massive falling out, and have, and David Richardson has been sacked. Yes, could you give us an update then? Well, or? David Richardson has been sacked because you know <laughs> that he hasn't. Oh, if only that were possible. <laughs> uh, no, David's in studio. He's in he's in studio with uh, with. Ken Bentley. He should be sacked, though, because he filed the Jago and Lightfoot Masters in the H Doctor box. Yeah, it took me about four boxes, four goes at boxes to actually work that out. That was very frustrating. (laughs) Anyway, sorry, Karen. I don't know, it comes in here one day, one day every two weeks, puts puts everything in the wrong place and then clears off again, leaving us to sort out the details. It's terrible, isn't it? Well, frankly, leaving you to sort it out. (laughs) But yeah, he's in studio. Who I'm recording the Rings of Icaria, yeah, uh, which is the companion chronicle that's uh, out in. Oh, I can't remember now. It's it's the twelfth one in the current series. We're surrounded by lists. Aren't we? we should just look. I could look at this list behind you, uh, and it's uh, June. 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 It's June. So yes, but uh, Rings. Oh of, yeah, the Rings of Icaria. I yeah. just saw it on the list over there. And it's it's a Mike Yates companion chronicle. He's not been in one for ages. Oh, so Richard Franklin's lovely. So yeah, so he's he's off recording that. I'm sorry, I couldn't pop in to say hello. I did manage to go in and see uh, Fraser and Wendy uh, a couple of weeks ago, which was a delight. No. Just really to congratulate Fraser on his um, fantastic Patrick Troughton voice. It's extraordinary, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I was able to inform them uh, to their amusement, I'm pleased to say, that my son, who has 
uh, you may know, is very young. Uh, he's uh, about two and three quarters now. And he, uh, I bought him... He's adorable, your son. Thanks, mate. <laughs> he does come in and wave to you, does he? Hello, Paul, he says. Um, he, it's a uh, lot easier to deal with him now he knows words. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit embarrassing when he turned up before. I just sort of sit there and think, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. What do you do with a creature that can't talk? I don't know what you do. I don't know. You, cha- you change its nappy, basically. <laughs> right, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and I bought him the Eleven Doctors figures because he really wanted them. The, the big ones or the little ones? The big ones. Because my girlfriend got the little versions for oh, her yeah. birthday. Oh, um, fantastic. This, He's got some of those as well. It'll be this one. very week, her birthday. Oh. Um, and he, he, I'd see, I, I tried to see if he could say all the names of the Doctors. Uh, he found Sylvester McCoy quite difficult to do, but uh, rather than Patrick Troughton, he said Captain Trousers. <laughs> <laughs> so I told Fraser and Wendy that, and they thought that was hilarious. They said he would have loved that. Yeah. And they proceeded, as Fraser did, an impersonation of Patrick Troughton doing things with his trousers that pro- possibly can't be repeated here. <laughs> yes, but well, you can play that to Ben when he gets a bit older. Indeed. Maybe about 16 years older, perhaps. He loves saying it as well because it makes me laugh. So, he, you know, and kids repeat things that get a good response. Well, children, so, so do I. I was going to say children and actors and, and, and indeed Paul Sprague are very similar. Anyway, Paul, carry on with your uh, fascinating information. <laughs> I don't think I have got any other fascinating information. I thought I'd just uh, go th- go through some emails, okay, and we could see if we could answer some of them, hmm. or apologise for things, or or explain why things are the way they are. Who knows? Maybe hmm. remind people of things. So emails. Uh, Lee Rose says, "Can I politely bring up the issue of delayed Dark Shadows downloads? They often appear up to a week after people have received their new release CDs." Um, that's that's quite easy to deal with. Um, first, firstly, the current one is up now for download. Good. And also on CD. I had a quick check. Oh, a good. train! Hey, what Not, sort of train? Oh, it's a passenger train. Boring. No boring. It's, it's commuter time, isn't it? Uh, yes. So, uh, so yes, uh, Dark, Dark Shadows downloads were up at the same time, and uh, we know for a fact, don't we, that with the new website, we'll be able to just go click, and things will will be embargoed to a certain date and up on a certain date and it'll it'll all be easier to work basically hmm. we'll, we'll hopefully good, just get it? a master delivered get the master uploaded and then just go right well we'd like that to be released in a week's time Ta-da. brilliant isn't and it it'll, it'll be some kind of miracle hopefully. i was just checking to see whether i could see jamie in the window over there <laughs> <laughs> that was the young lady i mentioned in the last <laughs> well, the last but one podcast and uh, i just want to assure anyone who thought i was doing something illegal reassure myself actually because I thought I don't know whether I should be saying I can see someone through their window I did you can see a lot of people through their windows if you bother to look well that's true yeah I was just uh, Richard Dinnick came to visit us a while ago um, a short while ago and uh, I was just saying goodbye to him and seeing him to his car and of course the car park is very close to the the window of said lady's flat and she was there with Will Hazel from uh, Robophobia and he was he was waving at the window and they opened the window and had a chat to us and I told them how Jamie had got a mention in the podcast she seemed to be amused (laughs) I think I got away with it Another I'm, email. I'm, I'm still hoping for the for the day where we uh, capture the sound of a lorry ramming into the uh, nearby nearby tunnel slash bridge. Yes. On this podcast, because it happens quite frequently. There is I, a height restriction that a lot of people ignore. It's enormously fun the other week when I saw this this quite large coach 
and, and the coach driver just sort of pulled up at the top of the road that leads down to it, looked at the bridge, looked back at these bus, looked back at the bridge again, and then just went the other way. And I thought, well done, you've done a lot better than most people. Yeah, you should have run out there <laughs> with some sort of prize. Yeah. It's also strange because there's a sort of it's at the bottom of a dip, isn't it? This bridge, and so some people actually get under it, and then as they try to come out, that's when they get caught. Yeah, it's oh. highly amusing. Oh, no. <laughs> Other people's misfortune. How we laughed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I might start a, a Facebook uh, photo album with all of the people who got got stuck under the bridge in various different ways. I must say, the photo you've shown me it wasn't very exciting there. No, sorry about that. That's... I think you should actually one day just sit out there on a deck chair, <laughs> you know, just waiting. Trouble is, by the law of averages, it won't happen. Anyway, sorry, another yes. email. Um, Matt Bragg says, just a quick note to say how much my mate and I enjoyed Big Finish Day in Glamorous Barking. Hey. It was great to be able to meet and interact with so many luminaries and Nick Briggs. <laughs> he knows your place, doesn't he? <laughs> and made it worth getting up at 5am for the train journey down from Bath. 5am. 5am. Now, imagine, imagine how early I got up. <laughs> in order to be ready and down there at seven o'clock in the morning yeah. when I had about it took about an hour and a half to get there from Croydon it was horrible and it was freezing cold it was nasty, nasty. I've, I've said I'm not doing that again in a hurry no David was up at like <laughs> one or two in the morning actually yeah. yeah well he's madder than I am he is he's madder than you <laughs> Uh, lots of good memories and only a slight ache in my wallet. My only thought was perhaps a screening of the cleaning up film could have been arranged. What with several of the people involved being in in attendance. That's the point. Very we never thought point. of that. Did yeah, we? we should do. Someone suggested we should have a listening room. You just go in and there's big finished stuff playing. Yeah, is that a good idea? Um, yes and no. See, the thing is, I've I've tried to do that before at Stargate conventions where I've put um, where I've popped on some some Stargate stuff. For people to listen to as they pass by or maybe to draw people over to the table yeah um but uh, the problem is you see it, it depends on the room because if you've got a load of people milling around and if they're chatting all of the time then it's quite difficult for it to be heard unless you've got something that can really pump things out at a hefty volume yes we used to play so stuff know. at conventions on our store just generally actually we used to sort of have sort of like a special cd with clips and yeah but it's not then, bad. Then idea. people try to talk to you and you have to turn it down and it's I don't know, it's weird. I mean, but someone's saying a dedicated room. Like you have yeah. the screening rooms at conventions, you know, you just go into a dark room. <laughs> and it'd be quite cool we could have one of those psychedelic projectors of sort of lava yeah. lamp patterns on the wall and people would just go in there and have some kind of fit. <laughs> we would of course also need the the uh, kit to project something like cleaning up. <clears throat> well indeed that that is the first thing that occurred to me, all the logistics of it. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know, we could maybe tell Simon Guerrero if he wants to show it, he can sort it out for himself. Well, uh, the next big finish day will be at some point later this year, yet yet to announce it. But just once again, thank you to everyone who came, and it was uh, it was a big success, and we enjoyed meeting you all. Thanks also to all those people who participated in the 8th Doctor sale. That was a great success. Yeah. I think I think sales have just started to get to the end of that, aren't they, with yeah. all the repressed copies? <sighs> Off you go. Um... I mean, James I mean, Morris, <laughs> James Morris from Minnesota yeah. says, "I just picked up the DVD of the Android Invasion, and it was a surprise and a pleasure to see Nick doing the extra feature." Was it a pleasure? Not perhaps. I remember so. I looked particularly scruffy that day because <laughs> I took I took some neat clothes. Yeah. Well, I thought so, <laughs> and I got there, went to the back of the car, and realised I'd left them at home, so I had to wear this sort <laughs> of like stupid anorak. And anyway, never mind. Quite appropriate, I suppose. Well, yeah. Listening to the Big Finish podcast almost makes me feel as if I know all of you a bit better, which is a very good thing. Ah. Oh. Is it? 
<laughs> also, just bought Is the 8th Doctor Series 1 from your sale today. I'm looking forward to listening to it. I missed the 8th Doctor Series originally because I didn't know about Big Finish then. But I'm really interested now, having listened to some of BF's other stories featuring the 8th Doctor, from Storm Warning to Zagreus. I'm planning to pick up Series 2 on sale as well, if only to hear Morbius and the Zygons back in action. Yes. Well, that's interesting that you only found out, you didn't know about Big Finish then, because that was, the new series was already on, so you're quite a new listener. Yeah. So thank you. Um, ben, whose surname we're not going to try and pronounce again because no. we inevitably just make it hassle. But he, he knows who he is. Yeah, you know who you are. Yeah. He says uh, I bought the Silver Turk last Saturday and it oh. was fantastic. Oh, Julie good. Cox was marvellous as Mary Shelley. You can tell her that she's got herself a big fan. I'm just about to listen to Hot House. I love what you guys do. Just get rid of Mike and Bob. <laughs> well, Mike, Mike, I think it was it was a one-off event. Yeah. In the I mean, Mike was made up. Well, yes. I mean, you know, Bob's, Bob's real. Well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> As you're talking of Bob, I'm just going to... I'm just going to go and see, see if he's still behind the fridge. <laughs> right, well, uh, oh, that's... Oh, that, that was surprisingly yeah. effective. Yeah. He finally got this sorted out now. You know, exactly the right angle well, to Alan kick Barr the fridge. Alan suggested that we put some um, newspaper down. He said, he said, you put newspaper under the fridge, it stops it vibrating. Any other household tips, please do write in and tell us. Yeah, podcast at bigfinish.com. <laughs> Could turn it into that section. Tips. There was always a section in uh, that my mum my used to get Take a Break magazine, and there always used to be a section in that with weird and wonderful tips. You know, <laughs> pour onions onto your patio to give it a, to make your greens come up even better through the I don't know something. Like that. Oh, well, like they used to do those in Viz as well, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. If you can't, but they afford were actually contact- made up. Yes. <laughs> if you can't afford contact lenses. Cut out small circular pieces of cling film. <laughs> Simple. Uh, yeah. If you've run out of yogurt, fill your empty yogurt pot with lard. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Gareth Suds says on the Jupiter conjunction cover, why young Nissa, not old Nissa? Why young Nissa? <laughs> Sounds like Tarzan. Um, so that's all well, he says. Why young Nissa, not old Nissa? We can't uh, say. We're not going to uh, say. Um, how old Cary Grant? How, you know that? How old Cary Grant? Do you, you know that no. one? Someone, someone sent a telegram to the film set saying, for publicity reasons, while well, Cary Grant was filming a film, he said, how old Cary Grant? And, uh, and he wrote back and said, old Cary Grant, fine, how are you? <laughs> anyway. Oh, lovely. Yeah, you so anyway, have to listen not... to it to find out, is the yeah. answer. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not, not a, a mistake. mistake. <laughs> <laughs> they chorused. <laughs> Which is what someone suggested on the forums. I know they... we're stupid. I know we make mistakes, but that wasn't one of them. Yes. We are, we are slightly more competent than, than looking at it and going, yeah. oh, yes. Anyway. And just like when we do something you don't like, we haven't deliberately done it to make you upset. It's making a noise again. Hmm. Excuse me. Carry Fair on. Enough. Uh, Henry Floyd says, says, I recently dug out an old CD which I got from a Doctor Who Adventures magazine which has the mutant phase on it. Yes. I really liked that Nick had filled everyone in on what had been going on for the last few years at Big Finish. Yes. But I was wondering if you have plans to make a new one with updated audio from stories, e.g. Tom Baker, Companion Chronicles, Lost Stories, and if you do, would you put it in a podcast? Oh, a new update? Yeah. Well, that's a very good idea. Big Finish story so far. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I shall try to find time to do that. All those things are sort of little extra things I do when I have a moment to draw breath. 
<laughs> very infrequent. At the moment, I'm in the middle of doing the music for Countermeasures, which is very exciting. Sounds very nice. Thank you. Of course, you were being... Uh, luckily, it's you in the office, because David Richardson can't stand it when I make any noise, <laughs> this being an audio company. Uh, whereas you're, you're quite happy to hear all that nonsense going on. It must be irritating when I'm doing a particular phrase over and over again. I have memorised certain scenes. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Anyway, you're very patient, Paul. And this is, after all, your podcast, so carry on. Right, OK. Uh, Christopher Forbes of Earth says, I just wanted to write in and offer a suggestion. Yes, I've been going through some TV box sets recently, watching episode after episode and extra after extra, mm. and it, stuck, it struck me how all of these people were experimenting with a format, just like Big Finish, mm. but it was a format of their own making. I thought, wouldn't it be great if Big Finish struck out and developed their own radio programme? You've yes. certainly demonstrated that you have the ability to show run and have an endless wealth of ideas. I'm sure that such a series would be of wonderful quality and I'd personally be really excited to see what you might come up with. Well, you personally might be, but I don't think enough people would be to pay for it if we were just to sell it as a CD. I mean, putting it on radio is, a, is another thing altogether. Um, so interesting. It's something that we've always wanted to do, but, you know, as a, this is a good opportunity to remind you that our productions are paid for by the money... Uh, raised from people buying the CDs. We don't get a budget from anywhere else. We don't get paid by the BBC to do it. On the contrary, we pay, we pay them. Um, so uh, difficult to... It's all down to finance and budget. But we yeah. would love to do something like that, and I hope to do something like that in the you know, relatively near future. Well, you've, you've told me in the past that you have a secret desire to be a radio DJ. <laughs> yes, that's, uh, yeah, that sounds more exciting than it is. <laughs> that sounds like I'm spinning discs. Um, ben, it's not a secret design now. You've told everyone. Yeah, Ben, whose surname that we're not going to attempt to pronounce again. Is he written in again? Yeah, he writes it. Of course, it's been a, a month, week, so yeah. you know we'll have about fifty emails <laughs> from him. He's, he says, I was thinking about one listener's email about bringing out downloads of the main theme tunes of the productions you do on the podcast feed, as the new Eighth Doctor theme only lasts fifty-two seconds. We'd love an extended version of that. Well, it's not an app, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a whole rights issue. Yeah. We'd have to pay extra money for using it. And it would be like too. It would be well. too expensive for us to just release Doctor Who themes. Yeah. Uh, Rob Tizard says, uh, "Congrats on Big Finish Day Two. Tom Baker still totally brilliant as ever. First time I've seen him do a live chat. Madness. Yes. Hope third one is on a warmer day though. Yes. Uh, him and me both. Did you? Uh, and, and for those of you who, who missed Big Finish Day, there was a podcast a couple of weeks ago which included the Tom Baker and Louise Jameson interview. Yes, and another podcast shortly after with the Blake Seven panel. So Indeed, that's... yes. So do look back at the previous podcasts in case you missed them because there's some really good stuff in them. Yep. Not as good as this, though, because this is the Paul Sprague <laughs> podcast. <laughs> he says, uh, also, following on from my podcast question last year, as a long-term fan of both Big Finish and Jane Badger Badler, she won't thank me for that nickname. It would be amazing <laughs> for the two to meet. Please cast her in something as a baddie or interesting goodie if you can. She's in the UK in July for Comic Con. Worth a try, eh? Jane Badger. Uh, Badler from V. <laughs> Which one was she? Um, she was Diana, the evil um, rodent-eating oh, alien. Yeah, yeah. And indeed, as recently seen in the revived new version of V, which was, was swiftly cancelled. Uh, right, was she in that? Or she yeah, she was back playing the same character in series two. Oh, really? Yeah. Exciting, well, they did two it? series, did they? Yes. I saw an episode of that and thought it was quite good. Yeah, the wo the woman good. who played the lead alien in the first series, it seemed to me she's turned up in Homeland. Is that right? Playing yes. the wife? Yes, that is indeed correct. Because I thought, that woman, he's, he's never mind him being a, a, a sleeper agent of, of 
the Taliban or something. He's it's, he's married to an alien. Yeah, exactly. I'm surprised he hasn't noticed, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, so she used to be in Firefly as well, one Did of my she? all-time favourite shows that Goodness was sadly cancelled before its time. Oh. Marina Bakarin, or however you pronounce it, Bakarin. I don't know. I never worried it there. She's very good. It's one of life's mysteries, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, let's see. Uh, Mark Davis. I don't know whether this is any good. You know this podcast. What? Anyway, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved this one. Mark Davis said, uh, "In light of DWM's Battle of the Wives article, have you considered letting close friends and loved ones do a podcast, saying what it's like to know you and to know that for what?" Sorry, I need to read this very carefully. And to know that for what other people is a hobby, for you is a job and source of income. Oh, yeah. I would love to do that. I would love to get your wife and Ben. (laughs) And my girlfriend and assorted other people who know us. And David in and just get them to do a podcast without us around. I'm just curious to see what would happen. (laughs) Steph wouldn't say very much. (laughs) Ben would, though. He would, yeah, but it would mostly be, I'm the doctor, I'm in the TARDIS, where's Rory? <laughs> yeah, that would be about the size of it. Or can I go home now? Which yeah. is, he says a lot when you take him anywhere. <laughs> he said that once when we took him to an open-air theatre production of uh, a Sherlock Holmes thing, right in the middle of the first act, he just stood up and said, that's it, I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> he was right, it was rubbish. Anyway. <laughs> um, Anthony Zahetner. Oh yes, he's says, written a lot. Says, I just thought, didn't Davros also appear alongside the Doctor in the final scene of the next life when he returns to the normal universe again? Which then oh, leads into terra firma. Yeah. If so, then that play would also be part of the February the 12th competition answer. It's okay, I forgot about it too. And Terry Malloy is not credited in the cover. Ah, oh, that's it. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah, there And, was and some people up. did actually mention the next life as well. But we thought that because it was sort of a minor appearance and he was in it briefly that we yes. would allow people yes. who answered with it or without it. Well, I hadn't certainly haven't considered that. So uh, what's happened about competitions, by the way? Um, well, uh, we still need... To, uh, we're waiting for the deadline, aren't we? The deadline was the end of March for the current competition. OK. So what people can still uh, enter it. Uh, Blake Seven. Signed Blake Seven. That's signed right. by Paul Darren. And they had to tell us which alien... Which was, monster... Yeah from Doctor Who had been repainted and utilised in Blake 7 I can't remember which um, story no that's a shame isn't it but yes I wonder what story it was anyway you carry on I'll, I'll find that out so that uh, people can uh... I didn't want to know that Colin Brake is on Skype okay <laughs> just uh... came up on my computer go away David Glover says can we please have accurate release dates for downloads it's rather infuriating not knowing if a release you've pre-ordered will be available to you before the last day of the month I didn't. I wasn't listening. Sorry. What? Um, accurate release dates for downloads. Oh, what do you what say to that? For. Well, it's, it's one of those tricky ones, isn't it? Because um, technically, because of because of the way this works, that we are pre- prepping things all the way through a month, and you know we're never quite sure exactly when everything's going to be finished and through key and approved and and pressed and back with us. That we tend to put the the last date of the month on the website as basically a default, you know, so that, you know, that's the month it comes out. And so at at worst, the last day of the month is when it'll be released. Yes. Um, and it's the date that we give to other websites as well, which is when they tend to release them, like, you know, other other websites I'm not going to mention <laughs> because I don't want to plug them. Good. <laughs> Can I just say that the Blake 7 episode in which a 
Doctor Who monster resprayed appeared yeah. was uh, the fourth season episode Rescue. Right. Okay. So yes, answers to uh, podcast at bigfinish.com. Yeah. But yeah, so it's, so it, it's sort of there to give give people a suggestion that you know it'll be out that month and yeah. you know we we would like to get things released before the last day of the month. It doesn't always happen. Sometimes things are cut quite close to the wire and come in just before the end of the month. So we don't really have accurate release dates. I thought you'd already answered that question. Are you still answering it? Yeah, I'm, I'm still answering it. <laughs> I, I understood what you said, and I think you're right. Yeah, But yes, it's one of those things that we've we've not really tried to do. I, I don't know, in future, I mean, we suppose we could update the website if, if we know that something will be released on a certain day. When we kick off the new website, we could possibly say, you know, this will be out. It's already up on the website. We'll be releasing it in a week, maybe. Or, or we could just release everything on the last day of the month. Do you think that would annoy people? Or would they just be happy that it was always out on the last day of each month? I think uh, we have to split it up a bit because otherwise it's uh, our mail order people <clears throat> are kind of uh, sitting there waiting to be inundated with work when they could get on and send something out when it's come in. Yeah. So. It, it is quite, because of the whole process of approvals, it's quite down to the wire when things go to be pressed. Hmm. So, what's that? What's that noise? I think that's someone uh, backing up. Oh, it is. I've got headphones on. I thought I thought my pacemaker had given out. Anyway, <laughs> right. Uh, Bruce Weaver says, Nick, Paul, David, Bob and all responsible. I know subscribers get more with Big Finish, but so do non-subscribers. You see, when I download a play from Big Finish, the purchase is forever. In other words, if I understand correctly, I can download the same play multiple times for just the one-time price. This is amazing. I recently tried to download an audio play from another company and only had X amount of download attempts for X amount of time. Mm. As, you do, as I do not have a high-speed internet connection, I often experience timeout errors, connection problems and the like, which could result in my having to pay again for the same download. Big Finish really shows That's commitment nasty. to the customer by this download service and deserves recognition for it. I'm not a subscriber due to financial downsizing, but I'm eternally grateful for the few Big Finish plays I'm fortunate enough to purchase, and especially for the excellent service and quality I get from you. I feel like my business is genuinely appreciated and not just a give-me-your-money gimmick. Hopefully by year's end I can afford to join the subscribers that get more from Big Finish, but I currently get more than I expect. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, your custom is, every single customer is really appreciated, really appreciated. Thank you very much. That was nice. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah, thank you. Uh, John Keefe... You better read out one that slags us off now, just to balance things <laughs> up. John Keefe says, Hello from the USA to Nick, David and Paul. I was wondering why the decision was made to only do one Jacob and Lightfoot set this year instead of two, and why is the Tom Baker Mary Tam series not till 2013 when it was originally announced for later in 2012? It was. It was never it announced. Wasn't, it wasn't answer, ever was announced no. for later Jacob and Lightfoot, I think, got, got bumped in the schedule and we didn't update it on the website until we suddenly realised we should have done. Oh, so uh, that right, that. Right. Uh, I, th I think that was an oversight on on mine and David's part that mm. one of us didn't talk to the other one and fix it. But if I could be a bit of a tease, <laughs> there may be something of Jacob and Lightfoot popping up later this year. But <laughs> not where you'd expect it. <gasps> what am I saying? Carry on. But uh, yes, and it, so it was, sorry, also, uh, it was sorry also due were... to the fact that you know we had so much coming out this year and so many box sets particularly that we decided rather than bankrupting everybody, we'd just 
put Jago and Lightfoot in a less frantic month. So yes. Next year. That's right. But yes, the Mary Tam stuff was never due this year at all, no, was it? It's always in June, January 2013. Yeah. Oh, sorry, it's your podcast. It's, it's, weird, not, it's it? for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to say when the Mary Tam stories are out? January. January next year. January through to July, isn't it? Because there's seven of them. That's correct. Uh, he continues, love the product. You're listening to the Paul Sprague podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the recent Peter Purvis trilogy by Simon Gary was fantastic. Looking forward to more from him. Also very excited about four Blake 7 sets next year, as the first box was great. It was great seeing all the big Finnish folks at the recent Galley convention in Los Angeles. Special shout out to Beth Chalmers and Lisa Greenwood for being such amazing people. Please employ them on a regular basis. They're simply fantastic. So there you go. Yeah. They, they are amazing. Beth wasn't sort of, you know, she just really went for a holiday. You know, she barely turned up. <laughs> Bit of a poor effort, I thought. Dear, dear. Lisa, we had a great time with Lisa. We went, uh, there was uh, Jason, uh, Lisa, uh, Phil Olivier and I went to um, a, a, a special, I can't remember what it's called now. I think it's called the Magic Castle, a, a club yeah. that has magic going on in there. And... Um, we had a great old time. <laughs> uh, Phil, well, misbehaved. Was it a delight? <laughs> he was very funny in his <laughs> naughtiness. And we teased him about it for days afterwards. <laughs> anyway, I, I, that's a non-story because I can't... It's actually, actually you no, can't, no you can't element of it. it is for public <laughs> consumption, frankly. I know, I've heard it. You're but right. It was, it was, very, <laughs> it was very funny. No. Sorry, how um, smug. Oh, Jay dear. Barry from New Zealand, that small country southeast of Australia where we had the strong earthquakes last year. That's in case oh, yeah. we don't know what New no, Zealand no. is. I'm terrible, those earthquakes. Uh, he says, uh, I love your Doctor Who audios. Really can't hey. wait for the fifth Doctor audio, The Butcher of Brisbane. I check daily for when the trailer comes. Oh. Are you planning any more fifth Doctor lost stories? Who's doing the, the post-production on that one? We should get them to do a trailer, shouldn't we? Can you bring Matthew Waterhouse in to play Adric and do a mini-series of the fifth Doctor, Nissa and Tegan? No. No, we can't. Oh, no, we might. What? Matthew Waterhouse is our drink. Yeah, Matthew has expressed a desire to uh, to, to do a big finish. Has he? He has, oh, yeah. Has he changed his mind after all this time? Did he hear Tom Baker and think, oh, I want a bit of this action? Well, <laughs> I'm not really at liberty to, to comment on your tactless remarks, Paul. <laughs> uh, you're listening to the Paul Sprague podcast. All opinions expressed are Paul Sprague's opinions. Um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, we we might do that. We we might. Uh, I don't know. There's sort of we're, we're sort of talking about it. I'm trying to get my internet thing to work. <laughs> and about more Fifth Doctor Lost stories. Um, I don't actually know what David's got planned for. I don't for think there are any more stories. Fifth Doctor Lost stories. No, I don't think there are. I think we we've we've done enough Lost stories, really, haven't we? Really. Uh, he also says no crisps here. And how is that turkey sandwich to prove he listens to the podcast? What turkey sandwich? That one that you had a while back that you said was fairly terrible. <laughs> I don't remember anything about that. Oh, well, you were, you see. It's because you blotted, maybe it made you forget. Yeah, I think it did. <laughs> Butcher of Brisbane, that's what I'm looking up. <clears throat> um, Dave Paulser 
says, I just wanted to say that given the big finish is the soundtrack to my working day, I have been having to do some experiments with some particle generation at a new lens refraction package that has landed on my workstation in preparation for the British Superbikes 2012 season coverage. Having nothing to really focus on, I set about a little project to try some stuff out and found inspiration in your good selves. I'm just sending you the result. Nothing serious, but thought it might amuse you. Now, I played you this the other day, didn't I? This little uh, movie that he sent through. Or did I play it to David Richardson? I, can't I don't think you played it to me, mate. It? it looks like this. <laughs> I can't see it. There's complete reflection on the page. There you go. What's this? It's just a little thing that he put together. That's really good, isn't it? I know. It's well, impressive, isn't it? Yeah. What do you do that for? Just for his own amusement. Wow. <laughs> But it looks extraordinary, doesn't it? It's just a little sort of mini movie that shows lots and lots of big finished things, uh, lots of CDs and the logo on the top of it. But it's just oh, we should, it's uh, beautifully animated. It's very we nice. should put that on our um, YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mark so need, I need I need to remind someone to do uh, 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 yeah. Okay, you, you do, Brisbane. Okay, you do that then. Uh, Mark Frostick says, uh, On Wednesday, whilst driving and listening to Storm Warning, I watched the Goodyear blimp take off from the Cardington hangars in Bedfordshire. And then yesterday, listening to Horror of Glamrock, I stopped at an actual motorway service station. I would just like to say how impressed I am that you were able to organise events <laughs> so they tied into what I was listening to. The level of organisation and publicity to arrange these for a single listener is incredibly impressive and really helps the overall audio experience. I'm probably going to listen to Sword of Orion next Tuesday, so just giving you time to arrange for a cyber spaceship to be seen over the M25. Did, did, did <laughs> you sort that. that out? Yeah, I haven't sorted it out yet. Oh, I'm on to uh, Telos. Right. Uh, okay, or Telos. As they actually pronounce it in uh, in two of the Cybermen, they mostly say Telos, not Telos. And all those years we were saying Telos, which is why I had Paul McGann say Telos, Telos, however you pronounce it, in sort of a rhyme. I was watching The Face of Evil last night, and uh, I, I was amused that they all get the names that, that, that at various points. Thomas that, and Thomas. Yes. Yeah. And and Zoanon and Zoanon. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Leela's using contractions. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. All over the place, constantly. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know, that was the hilarious thing about that. And that's why I always say when people have difficulty pronouncing uh, strange names in our scripts I, and they really can't get it right, I say, look, there's a healthy tradition in <laughs> Doctor Who of all the actors saying important names wrong. I, I, my favourite one is the Sontaran experiment where, where Varol is pronounced as Farrell, Varol and Vurrell. <laughs> Yeah, we had a similar thing when we were recording the, the new Stargate series because there's there's so many things that are weird and difficult to pronounce in Stargate, particularly Gawold, the uh, main alien Gawold. race, and um, and a couple. I think uh, John Banks was having trouble pronouncing a couple of things, and uh, Michael Shanks was uh, talking down the line from Vancouver doing his lines and just said, you know, he said so many people pronounced it in so many different ways on the TV show. I wouldn't worry about it, John. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Oh yes, now when's Stargate coming out? Just remind us. May. 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 I got the cover. I got the cover May. through for the slipcase. Um, oh, that was my email going. Uh, yesterday, and uh, it looks gorgeous. I really like it. It's very, mm -hmm. very exciting. Uh, Robin Gr Groen. Robin Groen. 
Rohn? I don't know. <laughs> Just keep trying to say his name. You okay. know, we've got an hour. Yeah, he says, uh, in the second March podcast, Paul Sprague mentioned his wish to act in a big Finnish production. Oh, goodness. Bearing in mind Paul's unusual delivery, have you considered a companion chronicle for Pig Bin Josh? <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel that I should be insulted in some way. Yeah. Well, I think you just were. <laughs> so no need to feel it anymore. He says, also, I purchased the Judge Dread Crime Chronicles during your January sale. So I you really bought them. Yes, I really enjoyed them, and I wondered if you had any plans for further Dread audios. No. No, um, as you gather from my response, I mean, you know, we just can't sell them. Well done for buying them, though. You know, people loved them, but not enough people bought them. What can, what can you say? You can lead a horse to water. Yeah. I am, of course... <laughs> Comparing all our listeners to horses now, <laughs> I will leave the room. Goodbye. I'm well, sorry. Well, you, know, you never know. There's an outside chance that with the film coming out imminently, maybe some interest will perk up and people will find them. Who knows? Yeah, might happen. Apparently, the um, 2000 AD I was reading have sold some sold rights to certain characters to um, the comics publisher IDW, um, who also do a Doctor Who comic, so that they can reprint some old stuff and do some new stuff at the same time. I see. So they might be expanding into the US markets. I don't know. Maybe it'll all. Well, we should certainly uh, wave the flag for it, shouldn't yeah. we? You know, and say, "Look, they're here. Come and get them." Um, of course, we've we're out of stock of many of the CDs. Are they all available for download? Uh, we still need to look into that properly, don't we? Oh, and okay. uh, check out whether they are all there or not. All right. Um, so many things to do. I know. And all these scripts to write and everything oh, that I'm doing. Tom Dyke says, I won last month's competition and I've only just got home since. That's a lot of excitement, isn't it? What did he do? Rush off on a tour of the UK because so, <laughs> he was so excited he'd won a competition. Yay! He just went around telling everybody. <laughs> just got home. Are we, next podcast, we're going to set a new competition, aren't we? Yeah. Have you, I don't say, but have you got any ideas what it might be? No. <laughs> <laughs> Could have at least lied. Where's, where's your sense of pizzazz? <laughs> Oh well. He All says right. the prizes are fantastic, and I just wanted to thank you very much. I'm delighted to have won. Oh, what did nice, he win? Um, he was the one who won the uh, artwork, I believe. Now look, um, someone came in and and went to the studio, didn't they? Yes. I've got an interview with them. Yes, so have I, because David sent it to me. A little mm. written piece on visiting the studio. Yeah, I've I've got a recording somewhere. Mm. I wonder where it is. Right. Well, we must put that in a podcast soon. Good, excellent. Um, Michael House says... This will be the last email, by the way. Will it? Oh, I've only got four more and I've done all of them. <laughs> Michael House says, Two this items stood out one, for me though. in the Big Finish Day 2 podcast. The first, of course, was the mention of a forthcoming revamp of the Big Finish website design, and there was much rejoicing. <laughs> but only slightly less significant was Louise Jameson's comments about Drama Showcase, namely its well-deserved success to date, and that there will be more in this line. I was fortunate to become a customer of Big Finish in time to pre-order the series, and I've enjoyed all four features so far, especially Not A Well Woman and Pulling Faces. Brilliant. Hence, I eagerly await news of further developments in this line. So long as the writing and performances are at least as good as this first set, which easily set a new bar for excellence at the already top-notch Big Finish, I'll be in line with my credit card. On another subject, I recently re-established enough financial security to, among other things, start subscribing to the Doctor Who main range. I know from previous discussions that the two most recent subscriber bonus audio programmes are available only to subscribers, and I appreciate your reasons for making this rule. As a download-only subscriber, would I still be eligible for these bonus releases, or are they available only to CD subscribers? No, everyone gets them. Yeah. Well done. Download that... and CD purchases yeah. on it. 
and thank you. Um, that's all we have time for. Someone sent some animated thing to you, what's that? Yes. Anyway. It's, it's someone just asking if we were going to republish any of the Brinley Summerfield books. I don't think we are, are we? No. I don't know if there's any future for them as e-books. We've not really looked into it yet. Well, we will look into that. I don't know, but I should probably read this latest email, which was about the uh, the events of earlier on today that we were reading earlier. What's that? Um, firstly, can I thank you for reading out my silly Cruise of Davros email a few podcasts ago, says Rob Leather. I was more than a bit startled to hear my name being read out, even if it was accompanied by Nick's fake spit take. How very dare you, sir. Back to spit today. Spit take? Yes. What's a spit take? That's when you spit out water in shock and horror. <laughs> <laughs> like that, yeah. Okay. He says, so back to today, I see the BBC is stealing your Doctor Who companion ideas by picking an actress who not only has a northern accent, but actually comes from Blackpool. Have they no shame? What's her character going to be called? Lucille Milner? <laughs> yeah, I must say, I saw, she does sound a bit like Sheridan as well. Yeah, yeah she seems to be a brilliant actress. I hope to. She said she wants to meet the Daleks, so uh, hopefully I'll work with her at some point. Fantastic. What's her name again? Uh, oh, Jenna, <laughs> Jenna Louise Coleman. Coleman. Oh, there we are. Yeah, very good actress. She's yeah. done an awful lot of really good stuff. She's done, she's done a Stephen Polyakov thing as well. So. Yeah, she's in the Titanic series that's oh, about to yeah, start this yeah, which coming I'm really looking forward weekend. to. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, it won't be this coming weekend. Will God, it? I mean, I hope she survives. How's she going to do, Doctor? Oh, hold on, it's not real. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, next month, uh, our special uh, Sherlock Holmes Titanic adventure, well, related to the Titanic, the adventure of the perfidious mariner with me and Richard Earle and Michael Maloney and Tracy Childs in it. That comes out next month by Jonathan Barnes and of course you must have realised we mentioned in a news story that we are doing a third series of Sherlock Holmes hooray yes doing uh, four new original adventures and we'll also be doing some Arthur Conan Doyle Sherlock Holmes short stories brilliant yes I was just thinking the only only thing that we should do and this is a a constant thing and and relating to the old and new websites is that I, I keep feeling that there are certain things that sort of get announced by us and are on pre-order and things like that and then just get sort of lost in the background of the website some, mm. somewhere so it's worth mentioning that for instance the special releases um, the uh, Colin Baker stories for, for a pound or five pounds for the CD a and pound the, for a download uh, yeah, and the uh, unit Dominion box set and the 8th Doctor box sets are all available for pre-order at very low prices on the website um, you know there's Graceless and the 8th just- Doctor uh, box set Yes, uh, I just said that. Did you? I yes. didn't hear you say that. No, I heard you weird. say the unit. You're tuning unit. out from me in mid-sentence. Now. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I can I can reveal the title of the Eighth Doctor box set. <gasps> it's called Dark Eyes. Ooh. Mm, you are. Yeah, it really is called that. It sounded like I was making some lame joke, didn't it? But that <laughs> is what it's called. And uh, yes, I'm writing the script at the moment. But uh, yes, we've also, I mean, there's other things as well, things like Rebecca's World that we had in the sale recently that sort of lasers about in the background of the web of the website. How attractive you make it sound. <laughs> the, advent- the Adventures of Luther Arkwright with David Tennant in it. But, uh, it. It's all these things that sort of don't turn up on an easy search of the website that yeah. are very, very good. All and, that'll uh, change with the new website. Well, yes. Which, is, which will be arriving in April... 
but there'll be a news story about that, which may have already come out by the time you hear this. Excellent. So yes, all these little bits and pieces, and of course the books, which you know we've still got on sale, all the Mervyn Stone mysteries and uh, Rob Shearman's short story collections and his caustic comedies script books. It's uh, worth mentioning that we've still got all of them available on the website, and they're all a cracking read. You're listening As we head to the towards Paul summer. Sprague podcast. <laughs> Where I just sit and plug things. I think I'm done. <laughs> just reading out a list of things. <laughs> I mean, I'm done with plugging things now. I think I've done the hard sell enough. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Uh, the next podcast will contain I Know Not What. Well, we'll have a competition. We'll certainly have that. We'll have a competition and we'll have the results of the current competition. I'm so excited about that. I think we should play out with our competition music. Goodbye. Bye. My name is Elizabeth Klein. I'm unit scientific advisor. If you found this tape recording, Chances are you'll know what unit is, so I won't waste your time explaining. I'm recording this because... I'm not exactly sure why. Because it's too ridiculous to risk telling anyone. Because I'd lose my job if I told anyone. Not just that. It's in case something happens. In case... I'm sounding like a mad person, aren't I? Look, I'll just say it and maybe it'll make sense to you. Or maybe it won't, and this tape will never see the light of day. I'm being stalked. I am sounding like a mad person, but it gets worse. It's like I'm being haunted. You see, he's in my dreams, too. Maybe I'm dreaming all of it. Maybe I'm going insane. But I swear to you, whoever you are, it's very real for me. The dreams are more than dreams. And when I see him... It's more than just a glimpse out of the corner of my eye. He's really there. And then he's gone. Months. Sometimes years pass. And then he's back again. Who am I talking about? The Umbrella Man. The Doctor.